Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. We have heard over and over and over on this portion of the program how difficult it is for some criminals to come up with a proper way to get away from the scene of their crime. But this guy in Hicksville, New York, on Long Island, had the perfect one. And it was right in his closet. Police now searching for the man who entered a Dunkin' Donuts around 8 Friday evening, first ordering a coffee, then demanding cash while indicating it was carrying a weapon. After receiving an undetermined amount of money, the man sped away from the scene on a pair of inline roller skates. <laughs> That's way too much trouble. Do you think so? Well, the output of energy there, Cliff. <laughs> mm. Well, did you have a busy weekend, Cliff? Not particularly, no. <laughs> kind of laid back and do nothing? Well, yeah, I'm kind of in self-quarantine, so that's pretty well what you do. You didn't do, you didn't do nothing around the house, though? Not partic- I mean, I watched the grass grow. It rained all weekend. I need to mow. It's like knee-high, so that. but that was pretty well it, yeah. Well, I kind of had a busy weekend myself. Well, that's, that's too bad for you. Well, <laughs> just yesterday, though, Yeah. I uh, well, I swept up the clippings from when I trimmed my toenails the weekend before and finally got that out. There was a lot of... Toenail stuff around there, Cliff. <laughs> they, were, they were around on the floor all weekend. Pretty well all week, but I finally got them up. Oh, my. Oh, my. I've gotten Yuck. a little lazier, Cliff, as the <laughs> really? stay-at-home Imagine measures. that. Yeah, well, it's hard to believe. <laughs> Sometimes I get road rage walking behind people at a grocery store. I'm not proud of that, Cliff, but it is yeah. true. It's like... I'm trying to avoid Freddy Krueger in here, and you're slowing me down. <laughs> and the slower I go, the more chances he has of getting me. Are you like that, Cliff? Well, it's I'm, 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 I, don't, I don't go, you know, road rage, although I am generally, the few times I've been out, and I'm telling you, what 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 are we working our our fourth week now that I've been at home? This Thursday in, will be yes in this in the sweatpants lounge. Yes. By the way, I for, I forgot to mention the sweatpants lounge has got a good vacuuming over the weekend. You asked me earlier. So. I'm sure it needed that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good sanitation wouldn't hurt it either. <laughs> well, there's that hap kind of happens every day, okay. more or less. But it's like you try to um, predict where which direction people are going. You know, and it, it's just so that you can stay away from them. And it's just so difficult to do. Just to, you know, it's like, oop, oop, whoop, oop. Why are you stopping in the middle of the aisle? <laughs> Sometimes I get boxed in and I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Somebody's in front of me, they're behind me, and I'm like yeah. a trapped animal sitting there going, I don't know where to go. <laughs> and, and you know, uh, at Walmart, since I noticed, because I did make a quick trip into Walmart, that they have now placed... Um, like one-way signs on the floor in the aisles so that everyone's going the same direction. You don't have to pass people in the aisle. And out of like the first six aisles I walked past, three people were going the wrong direction. Well, of course they were. (laughs) Yes, of course. Why not? Well, Cliff, I'll try and calm myself down. Road rage. Well, (laughs) I'm not proud of it. I, it's it's aisle rage. <laughs> it's, well, okay. I'm having aisle rage. Yeah. Well, we, we've already spoken twice, at least, about people found doing things in online video conference meetings that they're not supposed to. Let's do it one more time. It would have been one thing if 
Chris Platzer appeared in the online meeting from the Vallejo, California Planning Commission, say, poolside, perhaps on his deck with his dog pooping in the background, or even, say, because he set his computer up on his in a, on a bedroom table and did the meeting there, a shot of his wife getting dressed over his shoulder. Nope, none of those things were the reasons why Platzer has now resigned from that board in advance of city council putting a resolution on their agenda that, if approved, would have seen him fired. Nope. His online video conference violation consisted of two things most people would find obvious. First, don't be drinking a beer during an official government meeting, even if it's online at your and at your house. And don't be captured on video throwing your cat across the room. <laughs> he just tossed it? He just tossed it. <laughs> now, we're not laughing at yeah. the cat tossing. No, no, no. Just the idea of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure on you, too, Cliff. You know, when you've got a video on you all the time in a meeting, it's no, hard to stay focused. You're absolutely right. Have you noticed that I've kind of let things go as I'm typing instructions to you back and forth as the time has went on? That's right. Because it's it's related a bit to what we just talked about at the end of the 7 o'clock news, is that what we are using to uh, communicate back and forth is quite similar to the video conferencing that people are goofing up with, except we're not using video. We're just using the sound. There's no camera involved. So it's a good thing for that. Uh, and there's also a little chat window that we can send messages back and forth. And yeah, and sometimes you're, um, um, well, you don't spell real well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your grammar's a little loose. Not that it has to be perfect, mind you, but yeah, sometimes it's a, it's a little goofy. I've noticed about, uh, you know, a little over three weeks ago when we started this, it was nice and neat and use capital letters when you had to. And I've gotten <laughs> to the point now that sometimes when I type it and I hit send, it looks like Chinese characters I'm sending to you. I don't know how I'm doing that on a and, typewriter. And you know, ironically, I can decipher that. Yeah, well, yes, you can. Because you got to know what song's coming up whenever we're getting ready to talk again. Yes. You're kind of like uh, blind. I pretty well am, yeah. And, um, and, and I have said this before, while the vast majority of our listeners listen to the music i mean that's part yeah. of why you're on the radio yeah i i when, i don't listen to the music all that much because i'm worried about the words in the news and what i'm going to say next and so i don't really listen to the music just to hear there and yonder but i have noticed that when you throw a title at me and it's like six songs from now i have to really listen to the music <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to keep you prepared cliff when i yeah, do that thanks yeah i appreciate that <laughs> As if you got nothing else to do with your time, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Well, you know, sweatpants lounge and all, got oh, my feet propped right. up. Yeah. Cliff, we were just talking about it, and it happened right here on text messaging here on the Morning Road Show. Yeah. What is that? My, uh, well, lack of effort whenever I'm responding to either you sitting there in the sweatpants lounge <laughs> oh. or somebody who texted in to us. Okay. And you see, I I read what you wrote. Yes. <laughs> and I... I just, I just, I knew what you meant, <laughs> but now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, that was way off. <laughs> well, yes, I, I meant to write flunked. Yes. <laughs> and I wrote flinked. That's right. You were, that you were homeschooled and my teacher didn't like me. Yes. Flinked, flinked me twice. Yes. <laughs> Which the person I said that to has got to be scratching her head going, uh, what kind of homeschooling did you have that there was flinking going on? Flinked. And what exactly is flinking, and how do you get flinked? <laughs> yes, but I meant flunked. 
But I saw that, that I hadn't typed it right, and I went, nah, it's close enough. <laughs> Send. <laughs> have you yeah. weighed yourself recently? I have not. I do not own a scale, so um, <laughs> I would have to go to the doctor. <laughs> well, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, I would guess that's probably true. Because I did on Saturday yeah. afternoon, late in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> I got, got on, on my scale. scale, yes. Yeah. And I am now within mm -hmm. 10 pounds of being at the heaviest I've ever been in my lifetime. Really? Yes. And um, I'm calling it the virus 15. You know, they got the, the freshman 15. You know, they got the freshman 15. <laughs> this is the virus yeah. 15, and it's affecting yeah. me. I remember back when I was at my heaviest, and I was going yeah. to a doctor here in town, and mm -hmm. he just went ballistic over the okay. size of my gut. And <laughs> Okay. You know, he ignored my other good qualities on my looks. He went right for <laughs> he my was gut. Like, right there. Yes. He was like pointing and talking yeah. harshly to me about I needed to change things. It was, it was upsetting. Ironically, I've had the same thing happen as well. <laughs> well. And then he pulls out this, you know, paper he just seemed yeah. to have. It was like he was waiting for me so he could pounce on me. And he pulls it out about dieting and what I should eat and what I shouldn't eat anymore. Yeah. And this thing was strict, and I'm like reading this thing going, dude, there is no one that's going to eat like this. I know uh -huh. <laughs> I'm not going to eat like this. This thing got down to the point, Cliff, so strict that basically mm -hmm. you had to spit this stuff out stuck between your teeth. <laughs> you, there was just no... That's, that's a pretty thin line of count, calorie counting. <laughs> You're not kidding. It was horrible. There's Brett. Gross. Yeah, it was kind of gross. It doesn't matter if you've quarantined yourself with family during this pandemic or have been out and working. The disruption to our lives has already given each and every one of us some form of horror story. As for me, I have stayed home as much as entirely possible, but invariably rare trips out involve me having to watch someone move a mask to the side so they can pick their nose with a rubber-gloved hand. There's my horror story. But for Andre Thurston Jr., his horror story happens right in his own living room. The 12-year-old from upstate New York has been quarantined with mom and stepdad since this whole thing began. He recently submitted to uh, an essay to the local newspaper in his area where they started, during the pandemic, a student journalist section. His story was published Thursday. It talks about life cooped up and the difficulties faced because of it. Made even more difficult because his stepfather plays the bagpipes <laughs> and practices regularly. You know, though, my advice to you, Andre, is don't complain too much about the bagpipes because that's an easy way to get killed. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, I found this as I was researching this. If you were ever wondering why, whenever you see someone playing the bagpipes, they're always walking. And the answer to that is just to get away from the noise. <laughs> I was, that's exactly what I was. I know I walk when I hear somebody playing the things. Well, Cliff. Yep. If you um, send in a text message, and in your text message it says, yeah. you, sir, have a magic music hand, that's going to get a song played for you, Cliff. I'm a, gonna magic, take... <laughs> yes. a magic music hand. I have hand. a magic music hand. <laughs> so Sounds I, a little creepy. Actually. It is a little creepy. <laughs> this is going to sound like I made it up, Cliff, but I did not. Okay. This, this is a new study out that yeah. says if you're feeling down, you can improve your mood. Mm -hmm. By sniffing the armpit of a happy person. 
<laughs> no way. That's the you truth. That I did not make that up. <laughs> Sniffing the armpit of a happy person. Yes, that is the absolute truth. That's what they're saying. And right now, Cliff, I yeah. guarantee you, there is some mom listening in with one of her young sons to this yeah. program and is saying to her yeah. son right now, there will be no pit sniffing in this house. <laughs> no. <laughs> None. Over the weekend, Cliff, I was reminded yeah. just how horrible today's no prize, just punishment could actually be on this program. Why is that? Because I was standing once again in the yeah. ocean of nothingness that I like to call anymore the tape toilet paper aisle at the local <laughs> store. It's like... A- is an echo. When you stand in that, at a hub, you can go, hello, 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 it's toilet the, paper, paper, paper. Yeah. It's the freakiest <laughs> thing I've ever seen, and I'm standing there looking, and there's absolutely none there. Yeah. And it just hit me. This would yeah. be a great time to belt out the old Michael Bolton tune, How Am I Supposed to Live Without You? But I thought better of it and decided I better not do that. But that is, oh my. that's our artist today for punishment. That's right. That's right. It's a Michael Bolton Monday. We'll have someone call here just a bit. And there's a question on the line. If you're brave enough to call, you get it correct. Nothing happens. But if you're wrong, we're going to blast some Michael Bolton. Hi, who's this? My name's Rob. What are we doing, Weed? Hey, how you doing, Rob? I'm doing good, man. Now, where are you listening to us at, Rob, right now? Right now, I'm in Newburgh. I'm a truck driver. All right. Well, Rob, are you ready to play? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right. Are you a Michael Bolton fan? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, Rob, I'm going to give you three statements, and one of them is a total lie. You have to pick it out, and if you do, we go right on with country music. If not, it's all your fault as we play Michael Bolton, okay? Right on. All right. Number one, Maine is the only state whose name is just one syllable. Number two, actress Sandra Bullock's mom, Helga, was a German opera singer. And number three, the funny bone is really a muscle. Which one, Rob? Which one is the truth or lie? The lie. The lie is the third one. The funny bone is... No, Real, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, no. The third one is the funny bone is really a muscle. Yeah, that's true. Do you believe that to be true? That is true. But you're looking for a lie. I know. So let's <laughs> now, what are the other two? Uh, the and Maine? Yes. I'd say the Sandra Bullock's a lie. Well, guess what, Rob? Talk to me. We're getting to hear Michael Bolton. <laughs> Because the funny bone is a nerve, not a muscle or a bone. Well, yeah, it wasn't tricky, but that's true. So thank you, Rob, for calling in, and it's all your fault we're going to hear this, okay? I'm not going to tell you where I live. Okay, well, all right. Well, I can't blame you there. You're just in the Newburgh area right now. Hey, sorry, man. That's all right. You Thank you for calling in. You have a great day and be safe, all right? Bye-bye. Did you I'm know? not going to tell you where I <laughs> Well, he's not the first person to ever say no, that to me either. Cliff. This is true. Did no, you have right. a date like that? Yeah, I, well, more than one. Yeah, about a half a dozen. <laughs> it's only three minutes and 45 seconds long, but boy, it sounds longer than that, doesn't it, Cliff? Boy, that, se- that seemed like an eternity. Yes, yes, it did. Well, Rob's not telling know, us where he lives. That's right, and I can't say that I blame him. So we've uh, we've run through Barry Manilow Monday. We've now run through Michael Bolton Monday. That leaves us with um, next time, a week from today, it'll be Millie Vanilli Monday. (laughs) 
since Rob's not telling us where he lives, yeah, I'm not telling you what station you're listening to either. To play that. <laughs> I can't say that I blame you there. <laughs> no, either. a rule has been broken here on this program uh, this morning. Oh no! Please. Yes, a rule was broke. Who broke the rule? Rob broke the rule. Rob? Yes. What did Rob do? Well, listen to this message he sent in. Okay. I missed the question, but I've got a request for Tuesday, Captain Sunil Tuesday, of grand love for the punishment. You see, Cliff, <laughs> Yeah. if you make us listen to Michael Bolton, yeah. I'm not so sure you get to pick what the punishment will be for everybody else <laughs> on Tuesday with Captain and Tennille. Does, does that not make sense to you? No, it certainly does, yeah. And you noticed how he was robbed <laughs> from parts unknown still. Yeah, yeah. I think in order to... Weigh in on whether it should be Captain and Tennille Tuesday. <laughs> we should know your full name and where you're from. Yes, maybe your address, too, so we can send cards and hit yes. mail to you. Also true. But pretty well Tuesday is Tiny Tim territory so far, Cliff. Now, that might change. It might change. Because the ta- Captain and Tennille and Muskrat love. Yeah, it is. You're right. It's distasteful. And I'm not talking about muskrats. I've never had one. <laughs> oh, no. The song is distasteful. <laughs> Today's Take It to the Bank mm-hmm. is brought to you by all the bad language that was texted in to us while Michael Bolton was being played <laughs> this morning. And I will have to say this, Cliff. Yeah. Each and every bad word spelled mm-hmm. perfectly as if <laughs> listeners were concentrating while they were texting in their displeasure of Michael Bolton. That's right. As opposed to your writing, where someone uh, got a message today that said you had been flinked twice. Flinked twice, yes. (laughs) So our take it to the bank today, Cliff, I changed it up. It was going to be something totally different. Today, it's going to be things you probably didn't know about swear words. Ooh, okay. Without using any of the language of swearing. (laughs) You're going to... Carefully avoid any violations of, well, I don't know, FCC regulations about language, yes. is what you're saying. Time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And today's Things You Didn't Know About Swear Words. <laughs> okay. Bet you didn't think you'd hear that on a Monday morning, did you, Cliff? Not, not, not from you. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to tiptoe around such language. You, however, are a clean machine. So. Well, here we go, Cliff. Okay. The average person swears quite a bit. They've done the research. About yes. 0.7% of all the words a person uses in the course of one day end okay. up being swear words. Now, that's 0.7%. <laughs> yeah. That may not sound significant, yeah. but first-person plural pronouns that we use, like we, our, and ourselves, mm-hmm. we use those at about the same rate of 0.7% of the time. <laughs> Yeah. Kids often learn a four-letter word before they learn the alphabet. (laughs) That's hilarious. Thanks, Mom and Dad. (laughs) Some of today's most popular swear words have been around for more than a thousand years. I believe that. We're not going over them, but I have the list here. (laughs) I was going to say, you could list those. No, we're not going to do that. (laughs) And Cliff, finally, swearing helps alleviate pain. If you put your hand in a bucket of cold water, you can keep it there longer if Mm -hmm. you start saying bad words. (laughs) They have done the research, and all of that is absolutely true on Take It to the Bank. I don't believe my mom would have uh, 
put up no, with that, Cliff. You know, I was doing an experiment, Mom, with cold water in a bucket. She she would not have accepted that as an excuse. No. Her, her thought would have been, take your hand out of the bucket, moron, and quit cussing. And then soap would have came out. Do you think it's a lot like riding a bike? Once you learn, you never forget how to do it. You mean cursing? No, 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 no. This whole, quarant- this whole quarantine lockdown mess we're, we're oh. into right now. You think okay. once all of this is lifted and everybody gets back to work, as we all want everyone to do, yeah. you think it's going to be hard to, you know, if you've been away for a while from your office or your manufacturing job, to relearn how to annoy your coworkers, or do you think it's like <laughs> riding a bike that you've got it? I think it's it'll be like putting on putting on that comfortable pair of shoes. It's like you never took them off. <laughs> be safe, make good choices, and your spelling of swear words is absolutely perfect. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day, starboard number three: sniffing the armpit of a happy person. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that's a thing. It's a thing. Number, number two, you can keep it there longer if you start saying bad words. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, as said by our friend Rob, who, by the way, made us all listen to Michael Bolton, I'm not going to tell you where I live. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get that started, though, Cliff. We want to know where you live if you make us go through punishment. Is that not fair? Yes, it, I, I would think it's fair, yes. I think it's fair, too. We let Rob slide. No one else yep. is sliding. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.